What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Mike Adams, who's a co-founder, CEO of Grain. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Not bad, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Grain, what is it? What are you working on? Yeah, Grain is the easiest way to work with recordings from video conversations. Um, as a faster and more efficient means of communicating than just writing notes alone and trying to share those and hope that it conveys the same message. Um, we believe that recordings are extremely useful and powerful and they're just really hard to work with. Um, and so we streamline the process of, of note taking and um, recording management and sharing with your team and workspace. Um, right now we are focused on Zoom. So you connect your Zoom account and then you take live notes. And then afterwards you select what you want from a transcript. We provide a transcription. And uh, that is how you create a highlight. It's actually super simple. Just select over the text you want, click a button, and then you have an independent chunk of the conversation that ha- that lives on a link you can paste in any of your favorite tools like Slack, like Notion. They're embeddable and playable um, wherever you paste the link. So I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, the origin story for this. Uh, it's it's very specific and wide use case here, which is exciting. Um, but I'm curious, like, what's the origin story? Why did you decide to start this? Yeah, so I spent the last 10 years doing companies in the ed tech space. And so my uh, second company was acquired by WeWork in 2018. Um, and I did not have a desire to move to New York and, and join that company for reasons that became obvious to everyone else about a year later. <laughs> and uh the, uh, I ended up deciding to join Start Grain right away. And the insight came from uh, building an online school. So that's what the company was, it's called Mission U. And we uh, built an online school that would leverage video recordings from Zoom calls, um, from all hands meetings, from admissions interviews, from lectures, from coaching sessions. My kind of belief going into starting the company in 2015, 2016 was that video is a, should, is a first-class data citizen. It's just much harder to work with. And so we built internal software for ourselves that would leverage um, recordings for all of those settings. And the main thing was just about managing the like big clunky recording files. And I knew there was an opportunity there to uh, start and build a company when Mission U got acquired. And so I started Grain. What we kind of discovered along the way was that that's only half the problem to solve is making sure the right people have access to it and that it's, you know, uh, it's shared properly and that it's recorded at all and automating those processes. The other, the second half of it is making use of the content itself. And so one of the core insights that we had along the way in developing and designing Grain was a recognition that um, real-time notes 
can uh, provide a time indexed annotation layer on top of the recording that saves a huge amount of time when you want to leverage or make use of that recording later. So instead of having to kind of go back and try to re-listen or reread the entire transcript, you've got these breadcrumbs of the important moments that have a timestamp on them that is correlated to the time you took it. And um, it, it, is, it can be even as powerful as creating a highlight clip at that time automatically, um, knowing that you have the intention to kind of share that specific moment later, even though you might not want to share the entire recording. So it's been a pretty involved product market, you know, in re market research, customer research, development process. We definitely didn't start out with the, you know, core product and the core insight we have right now, um, right away. It was like, I think we had a piece of it, but it's something that a, uh, you know, we kind of discovered and, and evolved into over time. We actually built a version of the product that took us nine months. We'd had customers and users on it, and then we threw it away, started over completely from scratch. And so it's been a very iterative process so far. And we're about about a little less than a year into the version that uh, we just released in the market last week and uh, anyone can sign up for it now. Yeah, congrats on the, I mean, it sounds like a very impressive product. Um, something that I have to like, I have to guess though is because of the nature of the product, you have to have a lot of users pulling you in different directions, um, different, different, you know, requests. Oh, build this. Can you do this? So, like just based on the market that you're in. Um, totally. How do you, how do you deal? How do you, I guess the, the question doesn't deal with that, but how do you like manage all that and make sure you're building what people want at the same time, making sure you're going into, into the, you know, what you want to build and kind of trying to find that balance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely. It has to be managed. It's um, if you don't manage it, it'll manage, uh, it'll manage you is a good way to put it. And I would say that's why we had to throw away that first nine months is uh, we had built a product for everyone that was kind of a product for nobody. It was basically a Google Docs that didn't have strong opinions. It was kind of for meetings, kind of to make your meetings better with these timestamped annotations. It'd pull over the Zoom recordings. Um, there was, it was a bit of a mess, to be frank. Like we, we had a lot of really great insights, but the, we couldn't find a specific user that was just like absolutely in love with it. There were some types of users that were in love with part of it. And so when we kind of felt like we, this wasn't the product we quite wanted to take to market. We just really went deep and said, who is getting the most value out of this and where is that value? And it very quickly, we, we aligned and recognized that it was one specific scenario um, of information transfer during a Zoom or live conversation. And so there's, we identified really, it's really two it's directional information transfers. So you're either, if you're the host of a meeting, you're either collecting information so you're asking someone questions. This would be an example of that, um, where you're collecting information from me. It's recording. You have a, a, an explicit intent to utilize the recording, or you're distributing information where you might be in a lecture or in a seminar or in a webinar. And those scenarios, you have a lot of intent to utilize that recording as well, but in a pretty different way. And what we found was we really wanted to focus on um, that scenario where you're collecting information as opposed to pushing information. And I would say even those two combined is still only maybe a fifth of the market. Um, the other four fifths is what we call exchange, where it's a mix of both, where it's distributed, where I'm talking, you're talking, we're all just kind of, it, it's really diffuse in terms of the locus of information um, kind of control and transfer. And uh, that is a really, really hard problem to, to solve. And so we've decided to kind of push that one back. 
we started with, you know, my first pitch deck was like, make meetings better, make meetings better. It's, you know, we spend all these times in meetings, they're wasteful, et cetera, et cetera. They really resonated, but it's such a complicated kind of domain model. And there's so many permutations of, 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 you know, problems you're trying to solve that it was really impossible for us to serve everybody. So when we really focused and said, you know what, this product is for people who are using like really qualitative interviews, collecting information and utilizing those recordings specifically to, you know, understand a, a qualitative problem in the world, um, which can be a, 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 a user problem or a, a, any other research problem or um, where you're interviewing to collect information. And then there's a specific audience of who that information is for making it easy to, to collect that information, analyze, kind of cut it up, slice it, dice it and share it. Um, that's where we decided to really focus. So, so what I did is I created a framework that uh, about a year ago when we were kind of lost in like, oh, who's this thing for? It was just like, I really got to get specific about who this is for. And we created that framework I just described of kind of collecting information or pushing out information or a general exchange of information. And that has been our like guiding North star so that as we have new people coming in and they're like, oh, I would love to use this in a webinar or in my team meetings or whatever, we can say, go for it, fantastic, but we're not designing for you yet. And so having that like kind of discipline is only possible because we had developed the framework. And if you, you know, use that framework for the next five, 10, 15 years, in five, 10, 15 years, what, what does this whole thing look like? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in every day? I think I've been saying for a long time that video, voice and video recording corded data is the most underleveraged, undervalued um, asset in any enterprise or company. Like it is absurd how valuable the information is and how little it's used. And largely it's just due to the difficulty. There haven't been products designed yet that make it easy to leverage this asset class. And so when you think of anything that is in the kind of realm of, you know, recorded video, grain will, you know, have an important part to play. And so obviously are starting in the enterprise and so for businesses and for teams, but, you know, we've used grain on, on, uh, you know, I used it when the pandemic started, we were on zoom calls all the time with my family and we'd record those and clip them up and turn them into funny parts and, and, and share them with posterity. I, um, I, I tweeted out the other day when my, my daughter came walking through the, uh, or not sort of crawling slash walking through the room the other day. And there's these just kind of funny moments that happen in, in life. And one of the things we, we talk about is, is really there's these moments that matter that are traditionally highly ephemeral and grain makes them, you know, uh, you can work with them. Grain makes them, you know, tangible and permanent and, and, uh, you know, in, in high trust scenarios where you're on a team or you're, you're, you're working with other um, people that you know really well, um, it's going to be silly to not record in five years from now because it's just, it is so valuable when you um, build workflows that leverage that asset as a first class citizen. And to kind of make that vision happen and to bring it to life, you'll need some help, right? You know, startups take a village. So my question for you is, how can the forward thinking founders community help you with what you're working on here? Are you hiring? Are you looking for investors, you know, looking for users, customers? How, how can we assist? Yeah. Hey, thanks for asking. Um, yeah. We just became available for anybody to sign up last week after about a nine, 10 month uh, private closed beta. We're now in a, you know, open sign up, and anybody can sign up and, um, the main thing that we're looking for is just a passionate group of people who resonate with the problem that the software solves and want to help us to make it better and want to help us to, you know, 
um, provide feedback and, and, and help you know, document the, the ways and the cases where you know, grain is useful for you to solve your problem. Um, that's been, you know, for us, the, the core uh, of, of really the thing we've been looking for from, from the very beginning of starting the company and, and, and nothing's really changed. We'd, we'd love for new people to join our community. And if someone wanted to check this out and, you know, give it a shot, how, how can someone do that? What's your URL? Are you on social media? Can they email you? How, how can someone reach out? Yeah, absolutely. So we're grain.co.co. So G-R-A-I-N.co. And uh, you can, you know, uh, sign up without a wait list. Um, and it's free. It's free to use forever. And um, there is a subscription, you know, option for, for those that use it a lot and, and, and want to do more full transcriptions. Um, me personally, I'm on Twitter. I tweet a decent amount. Um, I'm uh, at Michael Glenn A. One N. G-L-E-N. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Twitter is definitely a place to be in 2020 for sure. If you're listening to this and you're, and you've been listening for the last several episodes and you're not on Twitter, you gotta get on Twitter. Um, well, cool. Mike, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. And, you know, best of luck building this out. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Matt. I really enjoyed it and uh, appreciate uh, the opportunity to connect with your community. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.